letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Wednesday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include a new book out from Minnesota's Attorney General, I marks for a couple of Twin Cities park systems, and more on what is shaping up to be a great weather weekend. But we'll start at the Capitol, where Minnesota's new $72 billion budget is now law. Governor Tim Walz signed the budget into law in front of the state capitol as supporters celebrated what they say is a historic investment in the state. The wide-reaching budget focuses on things like public safety, education, nursing homes, and infrastructure. As this budget unfolds, that the work that they did, each and every Minnesotan is going to think about this. Now, there's going to be some, and we heard them talk about it during this session, that asked, what's in it for me? This group said, what's in it for Minnesota? And everybody's going to take something a little different from this. Republicans remain critical of the increased spending. The $72 billion two-year budget is roughly a 40% increase from the current budget of about $52 billion. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. It is three years ago today that George Floyd was killed by former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. The date coincides with a new memoir written by Minnesota's Attorney General who successfully prosecuted the case. Here's Susie Jones. Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison still vividly remembers seeing the video for the first time of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin kneeling on George Floyd's neck, watching along with millions of others as Floyd's life ended. I watched it and I watched it. I don't know how many times I watched it. He joined WCCO Radio's Jason DeRussia to talk about his new book, Break the Wheel, Ending the Cycle of Police Violence, and what was happening at the time in his life as he pondered whether or not to take the case. I mean, quite honestly, I just lost my mom. It was March 2020. She had lost, she had died from COVID. He knew that she would have wanted him to take the case and says he wrote the memoir because he wanted to provide a guide for other prosecutors and share the lessons that his team learned about the difficulty of convicting police officers. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. For the second year in a row, St. Paul is ranked second on the Trust for Public Lands Annual Park Score Index. Minneapolis, meanwhile, placed third, moving up two spots from last year's fifth-place ranking. Both cities received high accessibility scores with 99% of St. Paul residents and 98% of Minneapolis residents living within a 10-minute walk of a park. Acreage was St. Paul's lowest ranking, placing below average on median park size, while equity was Minneapolis' lowest score. Minneapolis residents living in neighborhoods of color have access to 59% less nearby park space than those living in white neighborhoods, while residents living in lower-income neighborhoods have access to 65% less nearby park space than those in higher-income neighborhoods. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. Graduation for 23 new troopers who completed Minnesota State Patrol's 67th Training Academy. Isaac Stevens, one of them who spoke at the ceremony yesterday. We as troopers, we as peace officers, we as Minnesota state officials, and we as part of the law enforcement community as a whole must guard one another. And please don't misunderstand me. I don't suggest that we ought to guard one another by perpetuating a code of silence in order to cover up for mistakes or for poor judgment. But rather, we guard each other by holding one another to the very highest standards. The cadets are now heading for additional training before they'll hit the streets. Forest Lake police are hoping the public can help find a teenage girl that's been missing since last Friday. 14-year-old Desiree Kappas was last seen leaving her residence on a bike around 8.30 a.m. on May 19th. The Minnesota BCA says it's unclear as to where she was going on her bike. 
Gappis is a white girl who stands 5 feet 6 inches tall and weighs about 125 pounds. She has long black-brown hair and brown eyes. Anyone with information should contact police. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. A Duluth landlord is accused of setting his own apartment on fire while allegedly blasting a Billy Joel song while firefighters were arriving on the scene. Thirty-seven-year-old Travis Carlson has been charged with first-degree arson after investigators say that he, in fact, did start the fire. In addition, tenants report hearing breaking glass before the flames broke out. Then. One of them said Carlson knocked on his door to let him know that the building was ablaze. Investigators say they found Carlson the next day with fresh burns on his arms and legs. Steve Simpson, News Talk 830 WCCO. A new statewide program will help more Minnesota students learn outside. It's called Minnesota Outdoor School for All, and it will provide resources for an overnight nature education program for every 4th through 8th grader in the state. The Wolfridge Environmental Learning Center is one of several camps and nature centers expected to offer the program, which will be funded by the education bill that was just passed by the legislature. Wolfridge's Peter Smarud. This has been a cultural value in our state, and yet still to this date, only approximately 30% of the kids of Minnesota are able to access such experiences. The bill had overwhelming bipartisan support. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. Finally, WCCO Chief Meteorologist Paul Douglas has a look at what is shaping up to be a really wonderful weather weekend for your Memorial Day. It, yeah, it's beautiful out there. Uh, we're no longer under an air quality alert. It looks dry for the next week. A dry holiday weekend. Go out and buy a lotto ticket three days in a row in late May with no rain, no thunderstorms. Weather systems in a holding pattern, and we should be good for low to mid-80s Saturday and Sunday, maybe mid to upper 80s on Memorial Day. And I think it may get a little crunchy and dry out there Mm. within about a week or so. Um, But yeah, no rain until maybe Monday, Tuesday, actually more Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. After the holiday weekend, a few storms may uh, drift in from the Dakotas. But the pattern not ripe for anything severe, no significant rain. Just kind of smoky, hazy sun. It's a little weird for May, I have to say. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.